0: A.G. Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to
1: anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly. Welcome into T.F.S. Pod 142. We're back. First October episode. Welcome to fall, y'all. I'm going to get cold here in Michigan. Um, 50s, leaves are going to start changing. It's really going to be football weather. Too bad the football team that we most care about sucks, but at least the Lions are doing good. We'll get to that later. Uh, MLB playoffs have started. College basketball is right around the corner. I think NHL starts in a couple weeks. Uh, it's a good time to be alive. Uh, lots to talk about, as always. U.S. got their ass handed to the Ryder Cup over uh, the pond, like they usually do. Talk about that later as well. And we will start with the podium as we have 142 straight times, and I will go first. Yet again. So, this might be our only Michigan State talk on this podcast aside from coaching stuff. Because I don't... It's not even worth discussing a complete shit stain, pardon my language, that is Michigan State football right now. It's 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 a joke. Um, well, I'm going to read you some MSU offensive woes. Um, this is through this weekend. So, I took these notes Monday. Um, got them from ESPN and Big Ten website. Um... So here, without further ado, here we go. So Michigan State, in five games, 21.6 points per game. That's tied for 11th in the Big Ten, 103rd in America. Yards per game, 371.4. That's 8th in the Big Ten. I I couldn't find where they were on the national thing. I didn't have yards per game. I had to add them up. I didn't feel like doing that. Um, Rush yards per game, 120. That's 11th in the Big Ten. Pass yards per game, 251.4. That's 3rd in the Big Ten. Great, that's probably from the first two games being inflated. Um, Mission State turned to come back from big deficits. Third down, conversion percentage. 36.4%, that's good for 96th nationally. Fourth down, conversion rate. 44.4%, that's 82nd nationally. Completion percentage, a terrible 57%, which is good for 95th nationally. Penalties per game. Mission State is averaging 8 per game, so this isn't just offense. 8 per game. That's 116th in America. First downs, 67th overall. Fumbles lost, 4. That's tied for 107th. Interceptions thrown, 7. That's tied for 122nd. Tackles for losses allowed, 6.5. That's 98th in America. Passing efficiency, 119.21. 104. First in America, and this is my favorite one, turnover margin. Turnovers, if you win the turnover battle, you're usually going to be in pretty good shape and come out with a winning record um, under Antonio, Michigan State was always great in the turnover margin. Michigan State, through five games, is a whopping negative six, which is good for 122nd out of 132 teams. That is abysmal football. That shows that the players don't execute, the coaches don't put them in a position to succeed, and it's just a woeful, woeful product that just, it's not going to get any better. It's dog shit. I can't take it anymore. I don't know if I can watch these guys the rest of the season for the no games that they're going to win. It's a disgrace.
0: All fair. I'll save my Michigan State stuff for first and second down. I've got some deep dives to go into my podium. The NFL has lost its freaking mind with all this Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift crap. This is hot garbage from arguably the world's best marketers. Hitching your wagon to the left of left antichrist of entertainment and Taylor Swift. And I'm sorry, I know you all adore her. Look her up. Listen to one of her rants sometime. The promos for Sunday night last week, the amount of references, the times they showed her. Where are you? Or no, I should say, what are you, Bud Light? You don't need the 12 to 14-year-old girl demographic. It's nauseating. Almost as nauseating as Kelsey and his kneeling, his Bud Light promoting, pfizer poke promoting, as if for the latter two, you're trying to save those brands. You say smart, I say marketing suicide. Pass the remote so I can mute or change the channel. I am tired of it. I don't like Taylor Swift. I think her music sucks. Yeah, she's a good entertainer. At the cost of what? Men? She's beyond feminist. She's a POS. You figure out what that means. I'll keep it a little bit PG. And Travis Kelsey is an even bigger POS. I kind of would like to see more Brittany Mahomes lately. That's how bad it is. All right, moving on to our flag for the week. Uh, sometimes there's really easy flags to throw. Sometimes it's tougher. This one we're going to throw to the Tampa Bay Rays, formerly Tampa Bay Devil Rays. First of all, why they changed their name, I'm not really sure. But how about their garbage playoff attendance? I don't know what it was today. Yesterday it was less. It was like nineteen thousand and change for the playoffs. And yet you're clamoring and complaining and actually they're getting a new stadium. Why would you fund a new stadium when people don't show up? Unless you're going to make it sit 20,000 people. That's embarrassing. Like the Tigers, if they got in the playoffs, Copa would be to the rafters. Wrigley would be to the rafters if the Cubs got in. These these aftermarket add-on expansion, I don't care if they've been around for a while. They do nothing for the game of baseball. Trim it. Trim it back to the originals. I don't need more expansion in any sports. Go back to the originals and play where people care. All right, new feature this week. We kind of teased it last week and said we would do it. I don't know if Ryan's necessarily have any information. I did a little bit of homework, but we're going to call this feature the pregame until Michigan State hires a coach. So they've, it's going to be a while because it's midseason, right? And of course, most people that whose names float up, say, they deny, right? Because they're in the middle of a season. I I totally get that. But, hey, Mel Tucker denied Michigan State before and then came. Luke Fickle denied and then he interviewed. So, like, it happens, right? Like, I get it during the season. You got to deny. Tom Izzo denied at times when he was looking at the the NBA until he kind of came out and said, hey, I'm looking at the NBA. Like, I I get it. Um, You're going to deny. So, you can't can't put too much stock one way or the other. But I just thought it would be kind of interesting to – to kind of put a bow around all the different names. I've got them into who I want, so guys that I think are legit program builder guys that Michigan State should go after, uh, who might be a pipe dream but is worth swinging at, who I would accept but is not necessarily in the top of my list, who I do not want and who I will not support with a dime of my money if they are hired, meaning I don't know. I might change my season tickets out of the zone where I have to pay money and I might just tailgate like south of the train tracks if I have to because I'm going to avoid giving the school money if they hire these guys. Um, again, a lot of this of the, the coach speak is conjecture by people who don't have Michigan State's best interest in mind. Those are the guys that I wouldn't support and you'll see that. Bob, you know who, ESPN, Freep, Snooze, and in general it's Right, it's clickbait. People, Michigan State fans want to read it. People that are interested want to read it. Michigan fans, uh, believe it or not, they want to read it because they're kind of have an eye on who's Michigan State gonna hire. So, Ryan, I don't know if you want to weigh in on these or if you want me to go first or if you've yeah, put you any thought into that. But so here's my who I want list, and we've talked about this a little bit. But um, Mike Elko, Duke coach. Um, there's actually a really good article that I've got you know a little bit more of the information on. he's forty six. He's in his second season at Duke. He's thirteen and five. Um, he's a good defensive guy, but I think that he understands offense, which is critical in this time of of year. He's got a decent amount of experience. Um, you know he's he's had some big DC jobs. I, I think he would be a worthy candidate. Um, <clears throat> another one, Jonathan Jonathan Smith from Oregon State. He's forty four years old. Pretty good. I mean, he's thirty and thirty-two at Oregon State, but let's face it, Oregon State is like bottom-tier Pac-12 yeah. and won't be in a conference, so he's worth it. Um, Oregon State's playing really well. They just beat Utah last week. I think they've lost one game, and it was to Washington State, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Um, the guy's got a, a kind of kind of a good track record. Speaking of Washington State, maybe my favorite, and Ryan pointed this out that it's in the D's. Michigan State's best coaches. Duffy Doherty and Mark D'Antonio. How about Jake Dickert? Jake Dickert is at Washington state. He's 40. He's got a brilliant offensive coordinator that would come with him. I'm sure. Um, he's a Midwest guy. He's a Wisconsin guy. He played at Wisconsin Stevens point. Um, he had a, a job with FCS, a power North Dakota state under Craig bull, who's a really good coach uh, at Wyoming. Um, I, you know, I think that he is definitely a name. He's younger, and as Washington State continues to have success, he's going to be up there. And then the last one in the, my who I want list, he's a little bit older, um, but Lance Leopold. The guy has built programs. He had incredible success in Division three. I get it as Division three, but still, you, you're a winner. You're a winner. Built Buffalo up and had great success there, and he's building Kansas from the ashes as well. He's a really good recruiter. In fact, he's gone head-to-head and gotten, I think, a receiver or, or two of that of guys that Michigan State was targeting. So he's a guy that I think would bring stability. Are any of those names what I would call sexy? No. But I also can – I would be willing to bet, you know, what, what does Del Griffith say? Three bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. Mm. Three bucks in my right nut says Michigan State's not going to take – uh, they might take some swings, but they're not going to land, land a punch. And so those are the guys that I think fit in there. Realistic. One more, Chris Kleiman from Kansas State. He's kind of come out and said, No, I'm going to happen. And so is Lance Leopold for that example, but, or for that matter. But Kansas State coach, he's doing really well there too. Another young guy. These guys pretty much across the board are young, uh, minus Leopold. Uh, and I think young is kind of going to be key for Michigan State if you want longevity. Yep. So who are my pipe dream guys? A lot of a lot of talk today. Of course, he's denying it. He's not employed as a coach right now, so you know, take it for what it's worth, whether he truly is or not. But why not take a swing? I I give Michigan State for credit for it. Is Urban Meyer? He's 59, so he's a little bit older, but clearly he built a winner, albeit shadily, at Florida. He built a winner clearly at Ohio State. He sucked as an NFL coach. There's no question about it. He's got a little bit of eh, questionable, you know, outside of work behavior. <laughs> Which, here's my thing: is if Michigan State wants to really get a football coach, they can't be. They have to consider that. But like, this isn't about window dressing. This is about wanting a winning program. And I will tell you, Urban Meyer would make everybody in Ann Arbor shit their pants. I'm I'm just gonna tell you. Uh, another pipe dream for me that was getting a little traction last week, and it would be tough to pull him away from Notre Dame, but is Marcus Freeman. Young, a Big Ten guy, great defensive guy. I think he's an up-and-comer. I think he's a good, solid coach. Another one who is younger than I actually was surprised, think he's only 53, is Bill O'Brien. I think he's, that's a long, long shot. Um, I think he may be an heir apparent to, yeah. you know, to the New England Patriots throne. But, and then my other pipe dream, honestly, because I think he got done wrong, is Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, look, he didn't win a ton at Northwestern, but he won a decent amount considering it's Northwestern. So here's some guys that I would accept. I I really don't, they're not at the top of my list. Maybe one of them you could put in my who you want list, but because he doesn't have any head coaching experience, I'm putting in them who I will accept, but I'm not necessarily celebrating. Brian Hartline, 36, great offensive mind, great receiver coach, great recruiter, but no head coaching experience Courtney Hawkins from Michigan State, that's a big wild card because his only head coaching experience is high school. But I do think Michigan State needs to keep him. I've been on the the record for that. Um, Garrett Riley, offensive coordinator for Clemson now, I believe it is. Um, And then Sean Lewis, offensive coordinator for Colorado, who has some head coaching experience at Kent State, who I do not want. Matt Campbell from Iowa State, that ship has sailed. He had a couple of good years, and now we see why with Brock Purdy. Corn Jesus, uh, PJ Fleck, no thank you. I don't want another big ten retread. And Matt House, the defense that gave up over seven hundred yards and how many points last week for LSU? I don't care if he's a Michigan State guy. I don't want that. Um, and here's the guys that I refuse to support. I will, I, I will turn a cheek on Michigan State, and I'm talking butt cheek if they spend any time on these names. No offense, HB. I think you're put in a tough position, but. It's been proven out that since the no-fly zone, you've not been that great of a defensive backs coach. You didn't have a good run as a defensive coordinator. I do not want you as the head coach at Michigan State. I sure as hell don't want Dan Enos. I do not want Pat Norduzzi. I do not want Mike Trestle. I do not want Tuck wannabe Charles Huff and his, oh, but he's good at Marshall and he can recruit. I don't give two shits if he can recruit because you told me Mel Tucker could too, and I'm seeing dumpster fire material that he recruited at Michigan State for the most part not all the players but um, again a lot of this is conjectured by people who do not have Michigan State's best interest in mind some of these names being floated like Enos, Narduzzi, Tressel, Huff and those outfits would love to see Michigan State fail in my opinion um, and I think that's why some of those names are out there bottom line you you got to be patient through this it's just super interesting we'll try to kind of keep it. Top of mind pregame, if something big's coming up, like I said today, it was blown up about Urban Meyer. Um, I'd say there's probably less than a ten percent chance, but hey, take a swing, right? Exactly. I don't know. You got anything for the pregame? I mean, I'm going to be honest.
1: I don't. A lot of those names I I have on my list. I've been thinking about it a lot. I mean, I like Elko. I think that'd be a good good fit as well as Jake Dickert. I like Smith, but I don't. He's never. He's a West Coast guy. He went to Oregon State. I just don't see that happening. Um, Leipold, I think he's a good coach. Too old for me. Um, I like think it needs to be a guy under 55, to be honest with you. Fitz would be awesome. Hartline, I would like him. Um, Urban would be that'd be interesting. Um, but I don't know if that would ever happen. But I, I just don't. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to screw it up. Um, we've said that in the past, but
0: Clayman, by the way is 56. So he kind of breaks your barrier. I mean, I I don't think he's been up there. He wouldn't
1: come anyways. I don't think, I I think that you're getting a
0: little bit older than, um, I mean,
1: The coach I would love to go after is Kalen DeBoer, but I don't think he will. Now that Washington's joining the big 10, um, that would be pretty sweet
0: though. Um, I'm Here's another name that's thrown out there. Josh Henson, U- USC offensive coordinator. I saw, mm-hmm. is it Brian Johnson, the Eagles offensive coordinator today? Was a the, the problem with an NFL no guy No they'll though, go back to the N- it's just, That's
1: hard. But yeah. I, the funniest name I think I've seen thrown out by a pundit is Reese Davis put a list out. And he had Army's coach on the list. What do you know? It's well, Army, Munkin. He had Jeff Munkin that runs the triple option. Right. Well, wow! Great, great idea. Though. Why don't we just go out and get reget Bobby Ross too? Yeah, you just it, these people are clones, man.
0: I, ESPN does not. I, like I said, they're on my list of they don't have Michigan State's best interest in mind. No, I mean, it's we'll, we'll see. It's going to be very private. The, I think. the list I'm looking at is is from rivals. You know, Michigan State's rivals coverage. So it's one of their writers. There's a couple names I left off there because I, I they're just southern guys that I don't think Michigan State would take a swing at, but. You know, it'll be, it'll be interesting. You know, that there, there's what, who is it? The official, um, flight tracker or the official, there's
1: a Columbus to East Lansing. Don't know if that was Heartline or.
0: Yeah. Like I, I mean, I think you, you, you got to talk to guys like that because they're young up and comers and they're going to get a head coaching job at some point in time. Um, you know, he was under, he's been under day who gets a lot of heat at Ohio state, but he wins, right? Like, uh, you know i just i want to see michigan state give it give it a good effort i don't want to see them settle i don't want to see them take themselves out of the running because oh well you know the national media may react a certain way i don't care about that care about your fan base care about your players care about your school i, I I still have a really hard time thinking that Alan Haller is the right person to run Michigan State. I I, I know Hollis got caught up in the wash as did Luanna Simon. Michigan State was at their best with those two in leadership positions. I think they were among the best since John Hanna at president for Luanna. And Mark Hollis was by far and away the best athletic director Michigan State ever had. A marketing genius. Haller's in over his head. Um, And, you know, we'll see. We'll see how he does. If he brings in one of those Guys, that I'm not going to support with a dime of my money, I'm going to say, you know what? Fire his ass too. Um, th- he's he's got to get this one right because he he got Tucker miserably wrong. Yeah. Well, he, it was Beekman, really. Um, true. True. It was mostly Beekman, but yeah, um, but he was part of that too. So. Yep.
1: All right. All right.
0: First down. Week five review.
1: Breeze through it here. Um, Northwestern, Penn State. Northwestern gave him a tough one in the first half, then Penn State. Smoked them. Um,
0: yeah, Northwestern's tough. Like, I watched a little bit of that game. They don't They don't quit, for sure. Players. They're definitely way undermanned. Um, Penn State's defense is for real. Yeah, it it gives them a solid. fighting chance against Ohio State and Michigan.
1: Yeah, pretty solid. Minnesota, we both thought they wouldn't cover. Yeah, wouldn't cover. They didn't. Um, they're not very good. <sighs> yeah, nice flash. Yeah, not, not uh, great. Michigan wallops Nebraska.
0: Barely broke a sweat. Nebraska's bad. I mean, Michigan. I mean, hey, bad, give Michigan credit. They played well. Like, Michigan's playing well. Nebraska Nebraska's a tough place to play, but Nebraska's, like, epically bad. Yeah, they're not very good. They're worse than I thought they would be, and I didn't think they'd be that great, so. Indiana smokes
1: Maryland. Um, not no, a surprise opposite. there. Maryland smokes I mean, Indiana.
0: Maryland, sorry. And, oh, what does Indiana do? They go fire their offensive coordinator well, because they State suck. And they that. score more points a game than Michigan State are close. Like, I, I, unbelievable. Yep. Well,
1: part of the course, we both thought Illinois win, wrong. Purdue smokes Illinois. I didn't watch any of it, but
0: um, yeah, the big win for Purdue. It yeah. was a big win for Purdue because they've had some tough weeks where they, you know, they had a, arguably one of the tougher early slates in the Big Ten. A couple of those games were at home, but Fresno was no picnic. Obviously, they lost. Syracuse was no picnic. They lost. Va- Va- Tech isn't very good, but they had to go there. Right. Um you know, so hey, I give I give them some credit. Uh, they played a decently tough schedule, and they kind of they're coming out of it now. They're, you know, they also had to play Wisconsin already, so you know they're two and three. But maybe can know, get to
1: bowl eligibility.
0: hey I mean, they got a decent chance against Iowa this week because Iowa's quarterback looks like they pulled him out of. Their defense isn't
1: great either. Iowa's
0: quarterback looks like they pulled him out of a beer drinking contest. I mean, that dude is a house. Yeah, he's fat.
1: Wagner, Rutgers, eh, Rutgers smoked them, whatever. We thought that happened. Yeah.
0: Um, Rutgers is where I thought they would be, and now the rubber meets the road.
1: Yep, it gets real. Um, <clears throat> Notre Dame-Duke, that was a good good one. We picked that one last week. Leonard yeah. probably hard out way out to lose. While. Hard
0: way to lose for Duke. They missed at least two field goals. Um, yeah. Notre Dame is kind of a surviving advance team competing they the old some fashioned. Tough they're they're playing good defense and then I'll, I'm going to say a little kind of off field hats off to their quarterback Hartman for sticking around to check on the Duke quarterback after he got hurt late in that game that was a class move I thought yep um, you know I, I that was a that was a really good old fashioned football game kind of like the Ohio State Notre Dame game was too that's good defense right with their with their coach
1: yep Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. There wasn't really anything else. Colorado, USC was a blowout. Then Colorado turned it up. USC's defense is horrible. I know I had all kinds of
0: notes about can we stop with the narrative when USC was absolutely throttling them. But clearly, USC's defense is dog meat and probably why they won't make the playoff this year. Um, the, the Buffs can spin it on offense. I'll give them credit for that. They, they stayed in the game. But it just means another week where we have to maybe have game day there or something. It's like, come on. Like, get over it already.
1: Yeah. Um, you got anything else before we jump to the dumpster fire?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, all right.
1: Um, let's just rip the Band-Aid off.
0: I'm going to say this. I'm going to start over this. It is absolutely, utterly disgusting to me that the past two years I've had to claim a freaking punter and now celebrate a place kicker who misses a 50-yarder high on the upright as the best players at Michigan State. Kim, not Noah, not Noah, our kicker, Jonathan Kim, is Michigan State's arguably their best player. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he hit a Connect Stadium record, 58-yard field goal, drilled and it. drilled the, the 50-yarder. I mean, he missed it because he hit the upright, but that thing would have probably been good from 60-plus. Um, but how sad is it? He's our our best, most consistent player this year. Um. You yeah. Know, last year was Behringer, who's our best, most consistent player. Like that is just nauseating. to yeah. me. Well, let's start with something good that
1: came out of the game. Yeah, it's Iowa. Their offense is abysmal. It's not an Iowa offensive line of, of yesteryear. They don't have. A, I mean, All's a really good tight end, but they don't have any great receivers. But. Michigan State's defense was pretty stingy in this game, and they're they had quite a few injuries. They're see. down guys; Winman's out for the year, backup safeties out for the year, or some other guys. Ding. I mean, they they answered the bell; they made tackles for the most part. I mean, they screw up here, in the, but for in special if you look teams. at the statistics; they're about middle of the country, like average in the in the country, about f- hovering on fiftieth. It's still not great, but it's an improvement from last year. We don't like Scotty Hazelton. We think he's bad, but still. And Iowa
0: did drop some passes, but still, yeah, that happens I mean, in the game it's football. Right? But right. I,
1: I'm not saying that Scotty Hazelton's out of the doghouse for me, but the defense is improving, and they at least play hard yeah. um, and are somewhat interested. They they force turnovers. I mean, Halliday with a scoop six, uh, Gross with a second
0: pick. Um, Halliday tied for the most career defensive touchdowns in fantasy yeah, history. They,
1: some good good young players, on even Jordan Hall, I think, is going to be an, an animal if he ends up staying at Michigan State. Spencer, p-
0: nice safety. Yeah, there's some good, good young
1: players that, that Michigan State can roll with. Um, yeah, the special teams. I mean, the the kicking great, the kickoffs great. He's kicking them of the end. Of them, punting, he had some awesome punts. He had the one they down inside the five. A couple. And then other he had long the fifteen
0: yard shank. Fifteen
1: yard shank. Out, and then you
0: the directional kick. You kick it the wrong way. Everyone's out. It's like. This is just. It was like Nebraska Reed against Nebraska a couple like years ago. It's just
1: coaching and these these mistakes are are coaching. Ross Ells is the worst special teams yeah. coach in America. getting Why he's hours. not getting
0: fired this he's week? Horrible. I don't know. Why Jay Johnson is not getting fired this years. week? It's been bad. Here's for four like a little years. thing that I wrote. Just this was top of mind as I was watching the game, and I will say Ryan can attest. It was the probably the first time in my life. I didn't yell at the TV. I didn't yell at refs. I didn't celebrate yell. I didn't say anything. I just watched it, sometimes chuckled, sneezed a lot because I was having some allergy issues. Uh, That's how disinterested I've become and how I just, how numb to how bad Michigan State is and then the narrative that's going to come out afterwards, which I want to talk about. Enough with the narrative that, quote, this looked different, that it's, Two weeks in a row that we outstatted the opponent. That we just need to clean things up, like penalties and turnovers. (coughs) It's about discipline. No, no, no. I say, who the F cares? This team is so poorly coached, it isn't even funny. And it's not because Mel Tucker's gone. I get it. That was a disruption. We're on week three now. This is... An indictment of how poorly he chose coaches because very little is developing. Very little is developing. How many tight ends has Michigan State pumped out since Tucker's been there? None. Yeah, Carr, but he transferred in, right? Like, And it took him three years. Like, I, I don't want moral victories. This isn't rocket football. This was against a horrible offensive team playing with a dude they appeared to have signed from the Bowling Alley Beer League. Only Old Dominion and Arizona State have more turnovers than Michigan State. Michigan State had 11 penalties the other night. 11. It's embarrassing. And I have a whole study here in a second on Noah Kim. After Ryan, you get in some more of your points on this game.
1: I don't have any points aside from the fact that Noah Kim should never play another down of meaningful football for Michigan State ever again. If I mean,
0: you can't look at it as a coach and say, you know what, I need to leave Eight. this program better not, better in a couple weeks than it is right now and better for the next guy, and tell me that, that Michigan State's not going to be better off with Hauser or leave it at quarterback... I, you build for the future at this point in time. If your argument before was, oh, well, we could still make a bowl game. No. no you Hell weren't going to make a bowl game. I mean, you're not going to beat Rutgers. Sad to say, but it'll be the second time The only like two games years. you have a chance that are Indiana and Nebraska. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And that gets you to four wins. Um, look, I, so I did some homework on Noah Kim. I thought, you know what? I'm going to look at Michigan State quarterbacks in my life. Can I say something really Yeah, fast? yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, Michigan State putting Noah Kim out there is not only a detriment to the team, but I feel like it's a detriment to him. His confidence is shot. You can see it, which bleeds into the offense being terrible. They look like they the offense looks completely disinterested when they're out there. Um, he doesn't make good throws. He doesn't lead. He's hurting himself. Oh, yeah. he, has, Fentally, he has zero he, as a leader. I'm, I'm scared he's going to break his damn leg. He weighs 10 pounds soaking wet. He is small. <laughs> If he takes one hit, you see him go. To, I mean, that's why he scrambles so fast. He's afraid he's going to die. He's already broken his leg a couple times, and he's small. That, he, they're putting him in a bad position as well as the team. It's ridiculous. Michigan State's offensive line actually played a pretty clean game for the most part. Yeah,
0: they graded out. I think like a B or B plus. On uh, aside from some
1: untimely penalties on their last true drive, um, when we fumbled. Yeah. When
0: they. Yeah.
1: Um they look fine. Mo- moved the p- pile well for for running. Nate it's Carter's a stud. Down. Mission State's receivers
0: are not Which, worried. why are we going for it on fourth down from our own 30 yard line? If you're right? going to go for it... When you're winning...
1: With that quarterback, freaking hand it off then. Under- go under center and hand the ball off to a running back that's going to get a first down. How
0: back. can Mark D'Antonio... How how can, I don't I just know I mean I'm not saying this is a knock on Coach D because I love Coach D but how I don't know how he can not how can he how, I don't know how he can stand there and watch this and not take the reins like, even like what doing. fire everybody right now during the bye week and just let Mark coach it all because I guarantee you it would be better Michigan State would not have done that stupid ass while you're winning by six going for it and giving up three points they gave up points because they not only didn't score to go up thirteen to three. They gave up seven points then on the other end after Noah Kim's first turnover in the game. Just like, it's 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 horrible. All right, so let's look at Kim. Where does he rank against quarterbacks in my lifetime for Michigan State? Now, you could go back to like 72 era, Charlie Baggett, 73 when I was born. I'm trying to stick a little bit more to when I can really start to remember, which was Dave Urema and beyond really. Um you know, I'm aware of guys like Eddie Smith and John Leister and some of those other guys, but here's the thing. First of all, the first thing you have to do is you have to toss out longtime starters that were successful, like Cousins, Cook, Stanton, Hoyer, Bill Burke, Brian Lewerke, Smoker, Dan Enos. I don't want him as a coach, but he's a decent quarterback. Bobby McAllister, even Peyton Thorne. He's not even in the same stratosphere as those guys. Those guys are all right around top 10 at Michigan State in one category or another when you compare to quarterbacks. So let's look at plays who guys who played on either similarly crappy teams, and or guys with similar games played, pass attempts, and etc. So here are better quarterbacks who we've all railed on at one time or the other, but these guys are better than Noah Kim, Andrew Maxwell, better than Noah Kim, Damon Dowdell. Better than Noah Kim. I'm to, In fact, I'm going to give you some stats. Sports Reference is a brilliant site if you're a stats junkie like me. Damon Dowdell ranks 22nd all time in Michigan State in pass yards. He completed 55% of his passes. He had more touchdowns than interceptions, 16 to 12. His rating was 116.2. Number four, right? Um, this is never yeah. Like, he was not a good quarterback, and he's better than Noah Kim. Todd Schultz. Like, Michigan State had some, that, that was during the Nick Saban era. Um, you know, he clearly wasn't great, but he's number 13 in yards all time at Michigan State. He he completed 61.7% of his passes, more interceptions, 28 and touchdowns, 25, but like serviceable dude, 94 to 97, like for a couple decent Nick Saban, early Nick Saban teams, even Rocky Lombardi, because at least he showed out against some top teams. I mean, he beat Michigan he stepped in in a game, I think it was against Purdue, right, like the year before that and got a win for he beat Michigan State. He beat Northwestern when they were top 10. Like, yeah, statistically, he's not very good. Um, 25th all-time in, in yards. I mean, he was 11 touchdowns, 14 picks, you know, 48% completion, so he's not a very accurate passer. But, I mean, better than Noah Kim. Um, Noah, Kim, Noah Kim ranks 29th in, in yards. Um, you know, So even Lombardi was better. And here's some guys who played about the same amount that I would take in a New York minute over Kim as well. Ryan Van Dyke, who Ryan, coincidentally, is named after. Ryan Van Dyke was 161 for 288, so it's 56% of his passes, 14 touchdowns, 14 interceptions in his games played over the course of his career. Um, He's got more yards than Noah Kim. He's got about an equal passer rating and about an equal completion percentage um another guy uh Tyler O'Connor much maligned Tyler O'Connor was a better quarterback he completed almost 60 percent of his passes he had 20 touchdowns versus 11 interceptions he beat Ohio State to get Michigan State into the playoff Noah Kim has the best team Noah Kim has beaten himself as central freaking Michigan all right, so that's another guy that we beat the hell out of on a bad Michigan State team that is light years better. And then we'll go with somebody who only was a quarterback for a short time, even though he was highly touted, and that's Keith Nickel. Um, Keith Nickel played, you know, a fresh mostly freshman year. He only attempted 98 passes, uh, but he had nine touchdowns and three picks, you know, and then he lost his job out to Cousins and became a great wide receiver, you know, in some great plays in Michigan State history. All better. Um among quarterbacks with at least 50 attempts passing in their career, the only one that I think rivals the crappiness of Noah Kim is Stephen Reeves. If you don't know who he is, then you haven't, you're haven't. you not as old as me. He was kind of a bridge back then between Dowdell and Stanton when Stanton was hurt and Dowdell was sucking. I can particularly remember a game, him starting at uh, Rutgers, I think it was before Rutgers was in the Big Ten, like that's the only guy that I can think of in my lifetime that legit gave Michigan State as bad of or less of a chance to win than Noah Kim. I mean, even guys like Damian Terry, who was highly recruited but didn't play much and do much, Gus Ornstein, another guy that was Notre Dame, Notre Dame wanted him, or he might have even transferred from Notre Dame. Brett Johnson, who I believe transferred from USC, they were arguably more suited to play Big Ten football than Kim. Kim's completion percentage against Power 5 teams this year. So I'm taking out the first two games because in my mind, those don't count. Rubber meets the road against Power 5. 51.4%. That's horrible. Ryan already said Michigan State's overall com- you know rate is like high 90s. That would probably put him in the one-teens. He has one touchdown and six interceptions and an 84 passer rating in the three games against Power 5 only Reeves among all these quarterbacks I talked about all these quarterbacks going back 50 years had a lower passer rating Terry was slightly better didn't play as much if you start him again and I I will go on air we will we will not only audio this podcast we will video it I will eat like literally put ketchup and mustard on my tickets and I will eat them on the podcast oh, I'd love to see that Oh, you so said we're going to be doing that. So we
1: make a million. If you have dollars.
0: suggestions for how to make cardboard paper taste better than ketchup and mustard, let me know because I will legit eat my Michigan tickets on this podcast if Noah Kim starts the fucking Rutgers game.
1: So you're going to be eating it. You know that he's going to be starting. I, I there's many. I I hope that we're wrong, but I'm wrong. But it's it's going to happen. Looks like you're eating. Cardboard. I plan to
0: go viral. I plan to go viral. Good. And if he starts the Michigan game, I'll tape myself shitting him out. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. enough. All right. That's enough of that. Okay. Second down. Uh, Second down and Big Ten Power Rankings are presented by Norris Sports Group. NSG is a boutique agency of experts with 30-plus years of experience in sports sponsorship and much more, I can attest. Learn more about them today at norrissportsgroup.com. All right. Um, Before we get into week six, I'll just do my power rankings. I know know I've been a little bit on a kick and I've been hogging the mic today, but here's my new power rankings. I don't have compared to last week. You can go back and listen and compare them. Generally speaking, teams kind of stayed a little bit about the same, but tied for 14th, Indiana and Michigan State equally dog meat. Uh, I got Nebraska 12th, Illinois 11th. They are sliding. They are way worse than I thought they would be. Actually, their record is about what I thought it would be, but they are just not very good. Northwestern, they were pretty high last week. They dropped to 10th. I mean, they got smashed in the second half against Penn State. Rutgers 9th. You know, they're doing what they should do. They're right where I actually honestly thought that they would be at this point in season record-wise. Purdue 8th. Um, I think arguably they've really... Probably played one of the tougher schedules. Minnesota seventh. They haven't really done anything to excite me to get a chance this week against Michigan. Iowa sixth. No McNamara, McNamara out with an ACL for the for the season. I feel bad for the kid even though he did, you know, transfer from Michigan. Um, he that is a big, big void for Iowa because man, I don't think can France keep his job. <laughs> I don't know if he can no. keep his job with that dude at quarterback, but maybe. Um, Maryland fifth. Maryland is off to its first undefeated start it's in, in like 20-plus years. Yeah, something they haven't like played that. anybody. They yeah. haven't played anybody, but, you know, I mean, we'll see. They're playing Ohio State this weekend. Wisconsin fourth. They were off last week. Tied for second. I moved them up a little bit. Michigan and Penn State. I had Michigan third last week. And then Ohio State number one. They had a bye. They did not drop just because they had a bye. All right, Ryan. Week six, picks and commentary. How did we do last week for starters?
1: Um, I went... Six and four, you went seven and three, so you're I have a one game lead on me heading into week six. Without further ado, Friday Night Lights, Nebraska, Illinois. Oh, uh, gross. Did? That should be on the Peacock. Mm. <laughs> Put that um, on. Our I can't Pick watch. the under. Um, I'm going to Illinois because it's at Illinois.
0: Uh, what do we do in spread? Straight. It's like two points spread. Oh, Illinois. I mean, Illinois is bad, but Illinois is better than Nebraska. Nebraska is really bad. Maryland, Ohio State. Maryland's first true test of the season. Hey, Maryland's played Ohio State tough over the years. Mm-hmm. They really have. Usually, and in, in College Park, I don't. They're, are they playing in Columbus? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think.
1: Seventeen and a half is a spread. I'm. I think Maryland's going to cover. I don't think Ohio State can score that many points. To be honest with
0: you. I, I think Ohio State covers 17-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. I think Maryland keeps it close for two-and-a-half quarters, like early into the second half. And then I think, you know, Tugabaya just he's going to get a little bit beaten and battered by Ohio State's defense, who is getting, Solid. Is getting better. Solid. Um, and I think, I think with a bye week at the right time, coming off of a big win, I think Ohio State's going to throttle them. I really do. I think they'll pull away late and win by, like, 21, 24 points. Rutgers, Wisconsin,
1: in Madison. Wisconsin's a 13-point favorite. That game's on the Peacock, I think. Wisconsin, 13 and a half, really. Wisconsin, or 13, I'm sorry. Wisconsin covers.
0: Yeah, Rutgers hasn't really played anybody. I mean, who they played Northwestern. Michigan, that's it. Yeah, and, and I mean, they kind of were competitive-ish, but Virginia Tech's not very good. They beat them. Temple's not very good. They beat them. Wagner's horrible. Why do they even play them? I don't even know. So, yeah, I... I Wisconsin is coming off of a bye. Now, they do only have... Rutgers has a pretty decent defense, and I believe Chaz, uh, Chaz Malushi is out. Yeah. So, I think Rutgers is going to force Wisconsin to try that air raid out, and I think Wisconsin kind of makes some connections with Mordecai and these receivers, and I think it it might actually poke the bear for the rest of the Big Ten West, which is not a good thing.
1: No. Minnesota... Or I'm sorry, Minnesota. Northwestern versus Howard... 21 and a half to spread Northwestern in a cover. It.
0: I mean, why, why do Big Ten teams? Like, tell me when the Big Ten expands next year with four teams added, play they're going to stop playing these joke of schools. Like, what's the benefit? I mean, if Northwestern loses, which they could, they, they lost games like this in the past, like, they get nothing but ridiculed out of it. I, I think Northwestern played pretty well, but I think their quarterback like really around. wrecked his shoulder I, last week no last game. week against Penn State when it was still a game. Um 21 we're going spread.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't I know nothing about Howard so I, I'll take Northwestern to cover the spread but I would not be surprised if they don't.
1: Uh Purdue Iowa. Uh I don't know what to do here. Uh, this, it's is a, at Iowa. this is at Iowa. Stay away from betting
0: game. Straight are we going straight up?
1: Yeah, cuz close spread. I I'm going to go Iowa. I think Man. that Dejean is the is the uh, difference maker? Um, yeah, I, I just, I just like their know.
0: defense is not a typical Iowa defense. Purdue Purdue has a pretty good offense. They have all season. Their defense isn't very good either. But their offense is way better than Iowa's offense. So, I, I mean, I, just to be different, I'm going to go with Purdue here. All right. Michigan travels
1: to Minneapolis. Brown St. Paul, oldest rivalry trophy. Um, 19 and a half, Michigan spread, I think they cover it, Minnesota sucks.
0: Yeah, Michigan finally covered the spread last weekend, yep. how? Finally get off the
1: schneid. Yeah, I, I'm going
0: to agree with that. I, I Minnesota's defense is decent, but I mean, that's three touchdowns, that's not a problem for Michigan. Red River shootout, you
1: heard it here, Oklahoma-Texas, big game, both undefeated, um...
0: Oklahoma's been rolling the points up, and their they've defense is kind of coming around. Yeah, they have played poor. Texas, I think Texas. Honestly, if you ask me, Texas is the number one team in college. I'm football going right Texas.
1: Now. I think Texas rolls.
0: They've played a tougher schedule than Georgia. They've played a way tougher schedule than Michigan. I think Texas. I mean, they won at Alabama for crying out loud. Like, they're Texas is going to win that game, and I think, I think then Texas moves into the number one slot because Georgia is overrated. I get why they're number one. They're coming off of back-to-back championships. But Texas is better than Michigan, and Michigan's ranked ahead of them. I, until Michigan proves it against a good team, and Michigan's not going to get that chance for Penn what? Until yeah, till the third to last week of the season? No. Texas is better, so I think Texas in that game. A couple
1: NFL games to pick here Lions, Panthers. uh, A little
0: little payback time because the Lions win that game last year, they go to the playoffs. Lions. Yeah, Yeah. Panthers gave Minnesota fits for a while. Um, I think going back to Detroit, coming off of a buy, you know, not kind of a buy, but the long week, get some guys healed up, hopefully. Um, Lions are riding high after the way they dominated Green Bay. Um, yeah, I think the Lions win that game easily. Last
1: one, Niners-Cowboys.
0: Ooh, that's a throwback classic NFC Championship style game. I, look, I'm 49ers, Niners. Are, Niners the 49ers are, are the best team, I think, maybe in the NFL right now. Yeah, I would
1: agree. I think they Top have- to
0: bottom, defense, offense, special teams. I mean, they've got weapons galore. Purdy is, boy, is he 20 for 21 last week? Like. Yeah, he's Damn.
1: balling. McCaffrey's not bad either. Four
0: touchdowns, like that is a good football team, a really good, good football defense, team.
1: good line, good uh-huh. receivers. They have weapons everywhere. That's a that's a well oiled machine in San Fran.
0: All right, that's week six picks. Now a word from our presenting sponsor, Team Anders Realty. Will help you find the home that fits your wants and needs, and they make the process simple and fun along the way. The Anders have served thousands of clients for 30-plus years in the West Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Learn more at TeamAnders.com. All right, third down, a little mailbag hodgepodge. Well, let's discuss,
1: Let's get to the, the elephant in the room, the U.S. just getting merciless. <laughs> I was trying to think so. of
0: headlines last night. I, I came up with the rectal in Rome. Yeah, like yeah. that's what it felt like—a rectal exam with oh, no Vaseline. It was a, it was a bludgeoning. It was not even as close as sixteen and a half uh, to eleven and a half. I mean, the only U.S. player that
1: showed up was Max Homa.
0: I agree, I and Morikawa to an extent. He played was well. Decent. Can'tlay was he tried. I mean, Scheffler he played, played, played so poorly he cried at some point in time. He I mean, awful. I like Scotty. It's not a knock on him, he but like awful. JT choked. Jordan Spieth, Spieth, was Spieth awful choked. I don't know what was going on with Ricky Riffles. Fowler like he conceded I haven't really read the article but supposedly conceded what ended up being the deciding match now I think he had gone in the water or something whatever but like don't concede dude like make him play it out when it's to win the damn thing yeah, make so him clinch a little bit like they didn't practice for five weeks before a lot of those guys took time off the Euros right, well, were yeah. playing in like two big tournaments leading up to that this and I it get it it does mean like,
1: anything to the US That's the I get
0: it it's you know, you know I don't. The Euros have at least won more recently on U.S. soil. The U.S. hasn't won on European soil since '93. And you heard Rory talking trash already about Beth Page in a couple of years. Like it means more to the Europeans. It just does. Like the U.S. can say that it does. It, but it doesn't. I think the only person that really cared and bled that much for it is Tiger Woods. 'Cause he's so deathly competitive. Right. Like I just don't see that in these guys. Like Homa, I saw some fire in him. Yep. I I Um, even Cantley, honestly. And and Cantley, you know, Cantley's prize. He's a little bit of a a doucher. I'm not gonna gonna wear my hat, blah blah blah. He's a weirdy, but yeah, like he had some fire. He hit the big putt that kind of kept the US in it, going into at least singles on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean mean, You you go through the
1: list here. I have the USA. Sam Sam Burns, he was awful. Yep. Padger Cantley, he he was fine. I mean, he has moments, whatever. That the thing with hint with uh, Lakaba and Lowry and McElroy was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Wyndham Clark was a nothing burger. Oh. Awful, horrible. Ricky, why like you don't pick Dustin awful.
0: Johnson or even Bryson DeChambeau? Well, here's over the problem:
1: him. like a Wyndham Clark getting because he won the U.S. Open, he would never have gotten. In got he got enough made. points. Yeah, he was automatic qualifier. Oh. And Brian Harmon automatic qualifier. He okay, not great. Homo was awesome. Kepka was. Not much of anything.
0: He was um, good for talking trash. Morikawa
1: was you solid. He played pretty well. Shaflay was nothing. Scheffler was nothing. Spieth did not have any game. Justin Thomas nothing. Zach Johnson horrible captain. He's a weirdo. And speaking of this, I need to find this really quick while we're on the Brooks thing.
0: He did, failed the team in preparation. Zach did you did.
1: did you see what Brooks said? What they someone said? Well Ryan's thing. looking that up too. Like well, I got You right could here. argue that
0: US had more depth, but for US, I it felt like to me. Now, I'm just basing this off of TikTok, but that it was all about date night and pomp and circumstance, and they weren't there to play golf, and they didn't care. Yeah, That's my opinion.
1: It was, that was a nightmare. That was an awesome golf course, though. looked fun. So, this came out about Brooks. So, this is Alex Shipneck. He writes about a lived social gathering that took place at the J.P. McManus Pro-Am in July of 2022. He said and quote from Brooks, but F all of those country club kids who talk shit about me. He said, referring to the likes of Justin Thomas, Jordan speed and others. You think I give an F of what they think you think I care what people say about me. I just had three surgeries. And I'm supposed to turn down 130 million. I grew up with nothing after signing that contract. The first person I called was my mom. We both cried.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And and honestly, that's what, that's, what's going to help. Now, that's going to help grow the game of golf away from the country club. Now I like be careful because we don't have enough courses to support all these yahoos, but like Brooks earned his way up there and he wins big yeah, things. He, he's a winner. Like He's a winner in the big time. So like, Hey, you know, he's gonna talk and he's gonna try to at least back it up. Like I, I, I don't disagree with kind of the country club stuff. It's it's interesting but it, but it's true. Like it's it's a total advantage to get dropped off every day and just go and be able to bash balls all day until mom comes back and picks wow. you up and then go hang out at the pool and drink Cokes on, you know, frescas and whatever else on the on the dime well, of your parents or your grandparents at a country club. Like I I mean it's it's a it's a privilege, right? But like guys I have a little bit more something in me for guys like even Tiger Woods. Like, yeah, he got to go play the big clubs and whatever, but, like, that dude just, his dad worked his ass to the bone, right? Like, yeah, I mean, he earned it. Here. He earned it. I'm not saying that Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler haven't earned it. Obviously, they have because you still have to be do big things to win and to have success and to win majors. But they do kind of come across sometimes as, like, the snotty, snobby, whatever, and I think the Euros come across as more blue collar. Yeah, well, I, 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 mean, I think that's why, even like Rory, who's more like that, he comes across as more blue collar. Like talking trash about we're going to kick your ass at Beth Page Black. Like that's a blue collar approach. Yeah, and mean, that's you, why the Euros beat the shit out of the yeah, U.S. You, all the time. You,
1: just flipping the Euros, side, you look at the roster Ludwig Aberg, rookie. Rookie. First year, just graduated college. That dude's a killer. He's yeah. going to win a lot of Stone golf. Stone-gold killer. He's really good. Matt Fitzpatrick was really good. Tommy Fleetwood was really, really good. Hatton was really good. Hosegard, was not that good. First time, whatever. Victor Hovland, dude's a killer. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised to see him win a major next year. Lowry, he's just kind of there because he's experienced, whatever. Hell, this is how bad Scotty Scheffler plays. Bob, fat boy, lefty McIntyre scored more points than Scottie Shuffler. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. a good golf. Not he's not Scotty Scheffler. Rory obviously was good. Rom he had on Friday was just making everything it was crazy. Justin Rose played really well. Yep. He's kind of rose. No pun intended. Rose back up. The rankings gotten a lot better mm-hmm. in the last year. And then Straka, he he was okay. Those guys are great. workers though. But like- Luke, Luke Donald did it the right way. He he was really good. And they're they're talking about him being the captain for the next one too because of how successful he was.
0: Yeah, I I think. It- A lot of it has to do with captains, which gets into a question from Chris, a mailbag question. Should the United States consider a seasoned college coach as a captain of the Ryder Cup versus the washed up, used to be good player approach? Kind of like USA basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, like when USA basketball switched it and had, like, you know, Coach K was the college coach, coaching the pros. You know, Bobby Knight did it. Yeah. Like, you know, the USA Basketball kind of changed it and put it on its ear a little bit, and it wasn't about a washed-up, an old player that was doing it. Um, I think there's something to that, right? Like, because it becomes a little bit of a like, who's my boy? You know, like, who was the guy that kind of got shunned and people were surprised that he got shunned from the list that had been playing pretty well? Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley. Like, he's a blue-collar guy. To be honest, like yeah. he would have been better than some of these other captains' picks, and I just think, like, either that or find a guy that can do it, then do it well. Like Zinger had some really good success because, like, he really took it personally to change it after the U.S. had been beaten and battered for like several in a row, and he changed it. I think that was the one down in uh, at Louisville, um, LaHala, LaHala, um, or Valhalla. So. Yeah, like i uh, yeah i they got to do something right like something's got to change you know just because you earned i mean Wyndham Clark won another tournament too so that's probably where he got the points and and i get that but I get like, it, but
1: it's like you're not i don't know we have no experience like i get it you have to start somewhere but yeah it's bad and yeah, he was, was bad. he was in really bad form coming into it as was Justin Thomas as was Jordan And none Skeet. of those guys were playing right no. like
0: JT played a little bit in the fall swing, and the, but that was the about Euros it.
1: playing in in the in the DP tour. Yep, a lot of them like
0: and big tournaments as their season closed out. So yeah, I just ridiculous. It was, I don't it was get it.
1: that was that was bad. That All was, right, so
0: another um, question for mailbag, and then we'll move to fourth down. Um, where would you rank the Michigan State football coaching position nationally?
1: I'd say top fifteen job, probably closer to fifteen. I mean, you're in the Big Ten, you have top 25 in attendance for the last, what, 50 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you have a huge, great facilities, a lot a of great alumni base, um, rabid fan base that's dying for a winner. Um, you have support from other, you know, departments, you know, Tom Izzo and whatnot. Uh, Michigan's, it's won in the past, has proven that it can happen. Um,
0: I, I, you know, of course, Michigan fans, I guess the, not even a top 50 job. Money. Why would Urban Meyer take it? I think it's a top 20 job for sure. I think that... In the Big Ten, in the current Big Ten, only Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are clearly better jobs. Yes. I don't think Wisconsin's a better job. I think no. Wisconsin's pretty close. It's not a better job. I think Iowa maybe is a little close. It's not a better job. Nebraska's not a better job. They, they just It's just not. like So right there, that puts Michigan State fourth. And so, okay, next year, bring in Oregon, bring in Washington, bring in USC and UCLA. I think Michigan State's a better job than Washington. Maybe not Oregon, probably not USC, but UCLA. So even then, you're the sixth best Big Ten job out of 18 Big Ten teams. You're still top 20, top 25 nationally. I I mean, people who are not Michigan State fans can argue all day, like our rivals especially could argue all day that it's a crap job or whatever. It's not. Michigan State's facilities with the the $30 million that Ishbia gave – are up there with everybody else's and arguably better than Michigan's facilities. And yeah. they're right there with Alabama's facilities. The fan base is loyal as hell. I mean, look to, at the, look at the, look at the roller coaster we ride on all the time. Um, like Ryan said, the support inside, like Izzo is a, is a football guy. Now he's not going to be around forever, but I do think it's a big thing. I do think it's attractive to people. I think it's a chance to make more money and I think it's a big job. I don't I don't think when people tell you it's a big job, they're lying. It's better than Duke, it's better than Oregon State, it's better than Washington State, it's better than Kansas, it's better than Kansas State. Those are five guys that are at the top of my list. You know, there's it's a better job than those. It it just is. It is. All right, fourth down around the NFL. I've got some comments. I am mean, we'll talk a lot about the Lions game. I got a few little notes in here, but Ryan, you take the NFL first. Rip through the Lions last. Um,
1: Bills are really good. Nothing's dead. They smoke yeah, I mean, they lost the that Dolphins. first
0: game and we're like, yeah, maybe they're not. Smoked the Dolphins. Yeah, they they're look really good. good.
1: Jags got back two and two now, doing decent. Who's worse, the Broncos or the Bears? Well, the Broncos—they were down
0: twenty-eight to seven, and I thought we had that answer. But Justin Fields is—he
1: he had a good game, and then just makes these costly mistakes. I, people think that Eberflus—if they lose them all
0: gone. It wouldn't surprise me because you know normal programs and teams will fire guys that don't do squat. Yeah, he's and, not you know, not Michigan State, but they'll be starting from scratch next year. Um, Ravens, 3-1, and one, good
1: for them. Um, smoked the Browns, who were Deshaun Watson-less. You know who I think the mo- most disappointing team in the NFL is the Bengals. You pay Joe Burrow record contract, 1-3, one one three. Three, scored three points last week. They they only have one receiver with a touchdown this season. It's T. Higgins. Oh, yeah. that's. I, I, I think Burrow's pretty hurt. I'm going to be honest with you. I think he's pretty hurt, but still. I mean, you're supposed to have a really good team, and you're terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of a crossroads with the Rams hanging in there. Stafford kind of got dinged up, but they're two and two. Colts are are also a decent team.
0: Colts had a nice comeback in that game. Uh
1: Bucks 3 and 1. I mean, they're nothing special, but Mayfield's getting the job done. Um Eagles 4-0. Oh, they look really good. The Commanders aren't bad the they have are bad either. They're a bad quarterback. Yeah, in good their, good comeback. Yeah. Vikings finally get a win over the 0 four Panthers both. I'm sorry. The Vikings are terrible. They're awful. I mean, Justin Jefferson, great, great receiver. Kirk's a good quarterback, but the rest of their team sucks. Yeah, it's their, their defense de- is bad. Hunter's their lines bad. Their, their quarterbacks backs are bad.
0: What What's the uh, the safety? Uh, Harrison, Harrison- Smith. Smith. I was going to say Hunter Smith. Harris, he had watch. fourteen tackles. He had like three sacks. He had a pick and a fumble recovery in that game. Yeah. It was pretty good. Their defense actually won them the game for a change. Crazy. Um,
1: another really disappointing team, the Steelers. Ugh, their offense sucks. C.J. Stroud's ripping it up, though. 306 yards, two touchdowns. They smoked the Steelers.
0: It yeah, the good. Texans are He's looking good. He's, he's the De- best DeMico's Ohio a, State quarterback. D'Amico's a, a really
1: good coach. Um, good for him. Chargers, they tried to blow it again against the They went for it again. Did you see that in their own territory? No, what are they doing? He's an idiot. He's literally trying to get fired, I think. Yeah. Um, the Raiders are bad, though. I wouldn't be surprised. Josh McDaniels, he's probably done after the season. Would not be surprised to see Brandon Staley done after the season either, and maybe even Mike Tomlin if they can sit. They continue on this schneid. Cowboys smoke the Patriots. The Patriots suck.
0: Worst halftime deficit and worst loss It'll in be Belichick's 29 year career. He might
1: be on the end of his career, too. Him and Nick Saban together. No. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, never thought that would end. 49ers are a well oiled machine. We already touched
0: on that. Um,. The
1: Jets Zach Wilson actually had a really nice game. Yeah, he kinda woke up
0: when they got the they had the big play where Mahomes I think threw the he threw interception. Pick. Yeah. yeah and Mahomes then, wasn't
1: great. Yeah, I wanna Kelsey's know if he fooling around with Swift. Mike Tirico,
0: where is the asterisk for the Chiefs beating the Jets without Aaron Rodgers? Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Mikey T. Yeah,
0: Kelsey's too busy schlepping a, a vaccine that's clearly made him nuts in the head, giving him encephalitis. And he's a weird guy. Um
1: finally before we get touched on the lines the seahawks wrecked the giants they didn't even play that well 11 sacks the giants gave up that is that's so bad yeah they, who's got to
0: go first daniel or, da, or dabble no Dave i Both. don't think
1: dabble's a bad coach i think just they have they have a bad roster they have a yeah, uh, they Saquon's have a really good. Don't get me wrong, but, he's, but hurt. he's hurt. Their line sucks. Daniel Jones is their center very out. bad. Yeah. Um and they paid him. They have too. bad receivers. Like it, it's it's awful. And their defense was really good last year, not good this year. Sometimes the, the tables turn. It's a little flash in the pan. That's what it was. Now the Motor City Kitties, uh the Lions, good God, that was m- the most impressive First half of football I've seen. Didn't give
0: up a first down for a quarter and a half, work. and that was on a penalty. Cow.
1: That was that was, And impressive. this
0: was refs against the Lions again.
1: Yep. You think early, you know, Goff throws the pick. You're like, oh, great, here we go. Hull, three and out, kick the field goal, score. I mean, Montgomery's a beast. Gibbs is kind of finding it. Goff, you know, he's in the intermediate from the 7 to 20-yard throws. He's in his bag. Um, ben Johnson with some really good play calls. Amon-Ra's a beast. Reynolds has played really well. Um, you get J-Mo back this week. Um, Sam Laporta is a star in the making. Yep. Um, NFL record, I think, for reception. Their, their pass yards. rush woke up. Um, line looks good. It's getting healthy. Um, pass rush looked awesome again. They, I think they had not, or twenty some pressures against the Packers. Some insane number. Hutch was really good. I mean, they were all. Malik McNeil was a beast. Yeah. Linebackers look good. Derek Barnes has improved a lot. Anzalone's
0: playing well. And look, they put um, it on cruise control, really. I mean, it got a little... The refs made it close there for a little while. and But the, they really put it on this cruise is a, control a, and easily won that game. This is a well-oiled machine. Um, I'm
1: going to tell you this. I I don't want to jinx it, but this is a team that if they keep doing this, this could be a team that finishes 13-4, and 12-5. I mean...
0: Yeah, they get a good seed up. and a chance to get a. They probably get a three playoffs.
1: seed unless they, you know, some of the other teams slip up. But you get a home playoff game. You never know what's going to happen. Um, get healthy. I mean, they're getting healthier. Obviously, J-Mo's back from suspension. Um, I think Vitae practiced a little bit today. Um, some other guys are coming back and at the end of the season. They'll hopefully get CJ back. Get Houston back. Um, this, this is a scary good roster. That they they play for each other. They're not a me me me. Um, they do the right things. They play hard. They don't they don't they don't screw up like other lines teams that have penalty after penalty. It's not like the lines of yesteryear where there's 15 penalties and you lose the game on the last right. second. Like field Michigan Bowl. State. That's why I've always they're maintained
0: pretty, you can't be equally both a Michigan State and a Lions clean. fan because they play their historical their historical similarities are nauseating.
1: Yeah. Uh, Montgomery's been really good. It's just impressive. I here's
0: mean, here's the thing though, is the refs are gonna cost the Lions a game. And and I know it sounds like sour grapes or whatever. This isn't a big win for the Lions. They get held. What offensive lions get away with, starting with the Chiefs, is egregious. The free play to end the third quarter, <laughs> the, the clock hit after. zero. It was zero. This isn't like the, the bang bang delay of game into the play clock. When it's zero at the end of the quarter. The play is whistled dead. They let that go and the Packers hit a big play. That could have been a game changer. How do you blow that? That could have been a turning point. Then they weren't gonna call the penalty on the field goal attempt either. We go to commercial and then we come back and oh, they called the a penalty and then lines end up scoring a touchdown. You can't make this stuff up. Like it it's it is blatantly bad. And I and I don't and Ryan kept saying it's because, you know, Amazon paid a lot of money for Thursday Night Football. They want a good game. They certainly don't have one this week with the Bears and the Commanders. But like, it's bad. It's you have replay and you can't fix this stuff. Like, oh my gosh, it's 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 horrible. And it, I, I'm it's sad for me to say it's going to cost the Lions a game this year at some point in time. Yeah, I Probably. really believe that it will. Um, and you could argue that by not calling what was really pretty clearly a hold on Hutch and the Seahawks at the last play of the Seahawks game in overtime, that that cost the Lions a win. So maybe that's already happened. But my other thing for this weekend, best line of the weekend, was Kevin Burkhart on Fox. Because <laughs> the, <laughs> the Cowboys rolled out their kicker to kick us try a 66-yarder at the end of the first half against the Patriots, and they got a penalty And they moved him back, and he was still out there. And he goes, if he tries and makes a 71-yard field goal, I'm walking out of here with no pants today. (laughs) I literally, like, fell off the couch laughing because that, I mean, a guy makes a 71-yard field goal. What was it, 65-66 against the Lions to win it? Yeah, Justin Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, off the crossbar. Yeah, that would have been crazy. That's
1: all the NFL I have.
0: Yeah, nothing else for me.
1: All right. Sprint at home. Worst MSU offense
0: since... Oh, boy, I mean, like we went through the quarterbacks. It's here's the thing: is John L. Smith was a crap coach, but they always had a good offense. Like they yeah. put up numbers. I mean, Bobby Williams had like Jeff Smoker and Charles Rogers and T.J. Duckett in his hands. Like I, I mean, I think. You got to go to probably like Muddy Waters era. That's. I'm saying 2020 because do you remember? We oh, had, they were bad. We, we didn't have a year. That's right. That's Jordan right. No
1: running back had a rusher. Jordan touchdown. Simmons
0: was the leading rusher. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're it right. was you're awful. Right. I mean, okay.
1: they, they won big games, but they were awful. They scored yeah. a couple times in games, but it was yeah.
0: true. It was bad. True.
1: Best seasonal beer option, you like, a, you know, spring, summer, winter, October.
0: Oh, you know, I like it when they come out with. A lot of the porters, like, I like a good heavy dark beer, like, you know, a stout and a porter. So I'm going to go kind of like that fall winter as you get into the heavier beers. am going summer. Have
1: you ever lost a golf ball in the leaves and had to use the fall leaf rule?
0: A yes. Not okay. today. Played today. Played 18 holes today. I don't think I today. ever have. Not too many leaves, I've but I, I have before, yes. I
1: don't think I ever have. Um. All right, last one. I had a snake one. go over have my ball today. That's disgusting. Um, I'd freak out if you ever if you could play every approach shot from one from a distance over 100 yards what would it be
0: oh man that's probably the weakest part of my game to be honest it was was cooking for me for a while today and I was making pars and then it was not cooking and I was making bogeys um I don't know I've been pretty tuned in this year with like a gap wedge from like 110 yards that's like a that's a good full gap wedge for me um I'm probably 110 yards, I'd go for that. My
1: best club the last two years has been my pitching wedge. Um, so I'm going to go that, like 135. I can hit a little draw with that, maybe spin it a little bit. That's my my go-to. Um, the shorter the club, the better for me in the last couple of years. All right, it's 142 of these bad boys. Let us know what you want us to talk about um, next week or in the coming weeks. Got some basketball previews coming up. It's coming closer. Michigan State's first exhibition games, I think, in like three weeks. Oh, I'm excited. Natty or bust.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about why the, I, I'm why they're the, on why they're on the Peacock like six times this year. It's ridiculous, oh, and good. a lot of them yeah, are but, home games too.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's college sports nowadays. It's a mess. All
0: right, I'm doing my best, Winston Churchill here. My best effort to be like Winston, but. Give me time to live up to his success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Because I'm sure about out of enthusiasm when it comes to Spartan football these days.